This is the Real Strong People podcast, the show where extraordinary people peel back the layers of their lives to get real about their true stories of finding strength and meaning. But it's not just about inspirational stories. Every episode, we share real, actionable advice for becoming physically and mentally stronger in your own life. As a reminder, statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Any products mentioned are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm your host, Dana Santis, pro sports breathing mobility and mind-body coach known as the Mobility Maker. Today, I have the distinct honor of introducing you all to a living, breathing unicorn, my legendary friend and soul brother, Rudy Reyes. Rudy is a Marine Corps veteran, actor, model, author, activist, and martial artist. Rudy served with distinction as a member of the United States Marine Corps' illustrious Special Forces 1st Reconnaissance Battalion. Rudy's unit was one of the first into Afghanistan after 9-11, hunting bin Laden and the Taliban. You might have seen Rudy playing himself in the award-winning HBO miniseries Generation Kill about his unit. It's worth noting that Rudy was originally hired by HBO as a production consultant, but soon after became the only recon Marine to actually play himself in the series. Once they realized, like I said earlier, Rudy is a unicorn. No one can be Rudy except Rudy. Since then, Rudy has gone on to more work in both film and TV, all while working for the U.S. Department of State on counterterror operations across the world, as well as so many other projects. Rudy also has the unique honor of having his own character on the incredibly popular video game Call of Duty. The Rudy's, yeah, well, the Rudy skin is actually. I forgot about that one. You forgot that? Well, how could you forget? The Rudy skin is actually my son's favorite, of course. Oh, that's wonderful. As if that isn't enough, Rudy is also co-founder of Force Blue, which unites, and I love this. I love this so much, Rudy, which unites the community of special operations veterans with the world of marine science and conservation, with its focus on helping both veterans in transition and the health of our oceans. Force Blue has created a transpartisan model of caring cooperation and positive change with the power to restore lives and restore the planet. How freaking cool is that? Um, It's the best. It's the best. Oh my gosh. I'm sure you're all realizing why I love Rudy so much. Now, before we get started with Rudy, as always, I'd like to give a quick shout out to our forever sponsor, Thorne a leader in personalized scientific health and wellness solutions. I know Rudy is also a big fan of Thorne. Fantastic. There's only one name in the nutraceuticals and the supplementation for human performance, and that's Thorne. Yes. That's Thorne. There's only one name. Absolutely. When you visit my website at mobilitymaker.com forward slash Thorne and sign up for a free Thorne account using my referral link, you'll automatically receive a 20% discount on all future individual Thorne supplement purchases. Check out the show notes for further details. So here you are, Rudy. Welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Thank you. You're so welcome. Me too. And we've been working through this through the through time zones and being in different continents. And then, you know, this um of course, the COVID super flu, uh, I've had it too. Um, you know, I don't know. I reflect back about some of these struggles that human beings had maybe just in manifest destiny coming across, coming across the um, continental United States from the East Coast all the way to California and how difficult that, that was and how many people died in a family on their way across. And it just gives me perspective. And of course I fought in Africa and Middle East and up in Afghanistan and Pakistan, spent time in the Far East. Uh, that Those perspectives still absolutely um, empower me to see a, a sunny side of life every day, every day. So um, it's not that bad people. We can freaking rise above and power through and that's what we're doing. Absolutely we can. Oh, well, and I'm so happy to have you on to spread that message. and. And in the spirit of that, um, one of the things that I like to do, and of course I had Jade on, your podcast is going to release after, right after hers. So oh, very perfect. cool. Perfect. Yeah. Because, uh, because in this case, behind every great woman is a great man. But also uh, Jade has, uh, has uh, spearheaded the way 
for me in many, uh, in, in many respects for this new, healthier, more together, more holistic, more pointed life. My, I have a much deeper and stronger fo focus now. And we talked earlier about I'm doing a lot more because there's less things hanging on me. That's, that's really wonderful. Well, yeah, during the podcast, one of the things that I like to start with is talking about the real you, because we live in, and Rudy, you and I are of similar age, so you remember when we didn't live in a social media world. Like, social media wasn't even a term when we were children. Like, it didn't exist. And now there's this social media world where you can put out whatever information you want about yourselves. And of course, if people don't know you, like really know you in real life, they have a certain perspective of you. So I wonder what you think about um, how people see you on social media versus how you really are and also how you handle the information that you do share with people on social media. It's a very deep question and it's, it's timely. It is timely. Social media is one of the most powerful tools for shaping culture and consent. That being said, they are so powerful, they also have no regulation. And it has taken the human race hundreds of thousands of years, hundreds of thousands of years to learn subtle communication, body language, pheromones, eye contact, diction meter of conversation. And this is how we as humans recognize friend or foe first, and then develop through these subtle cues in language, the trust to create a stronger relationship that can turn into family and, and wife or husband and children. It can turn into business. It can turn into um, uh, art. This is not present in the virtual world. For that reason, it's very dangerous. It's very dangerous. And what's very very interesting to me is that I do, you know, you've known me for some time. I don't do my best to be authentic with whatever I put out. I'm of an age where I wouldn't waste my time doing anything that is not authentically me. And I've even took some hits for it. I've taken some hits for it and uh, I've turned away from money. Um, and trust me, there were some tough times when Jade and I needed the money. And because for me to stand with a brand in which the leadership and or the product is not aligned with my core values, I couldn't live with it. So uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. And, and, you know, we, in a short amount of time, we have all these new platforms and I think it's our challenge to cultivate and curate ourselves first. And that's a lifelong goal and let the social media or the advertising or whatever it is, be its own thing um, that you, uh, the, the, ind the individual crafts after first they've crafted themselves. Um, it's, uh, it's very interesting. You know, there's some people that are really great enter entertainers. I've learned about this TikTok thing. I'm not on TikTok. And, and, I, and it's not that I'm, it's not that I, this is not a critique. It's just, I have nothing in common with it. And I do notice I watch Jade stuff. And then I watch some of the people that sing and dance on it. And I see some entertainers. And there's a possibility for this new vehicle to be the new entertainment vehicle that at one time was completely in a mafioso world controlled Hollywood and New York and Hong Kong. This is a mafioso uh, style of control for studios, for actors, for production. And in a sense, everybody has to sell out a little bit to be involved. And everybody gets a cut, especially if you're the talent. Everyone gets a cut. It's been corrupt from its inception. And now these TikTok people have an opportunity on their own terms to navigate that in, um, and possibly not fall by the wayside of those perils. I've been in the entertainment business for 12 years, and um, very few people have I ever known that did not give in a little bit even, and I would consider this looking the other way is the same as giving in. Someone's, some person in power is treating others poorly or leveraging them physically, sexually, or financially, and anyone involved turning the other way, they are complicit. And um, so there's an opportunity with this new media, since it's so self-driven to um, 
navigate that without being exploited, but it's going to be tough. And I, and so that's the good part of it. And how about the good part of, uh, of traditional Hollywood and, and New York and, you know, the traditional mafia movie business now, because of things like me too. And uh, because, because people are getting the strength the women, especially are getting the strength to speak out about uh, abuse. And even men are speaking out abuse about abuse that that's changing as well. There's some amazing things happening in this brave new world of media and technology. However, there is absolutely no standard of ethic or morality. So that's going to be up to us. Those are very good points. And, you know, with TikTok, I think YouTube kind of opened the door to um, the point that Mm -hmm. you were making. Mm -hmm. And then I I believe even like Justin Bieber, didn't he start on YouTube, I think? He might have. He might have. I might be just making this up, but I think I've heard that. But yes, that's a that's a really good point. And I love how you're you're looking at the positive perspective of this. But now let's look at because you would you would also be viewed as an influencer. So forget the entertainer part, but this is, you know, and that's a heavy responsibility. Um, I I consider it, I consider it a responsibility. Being a leader, it's called the burden of leadership. And if someone, I think about that, what that word influencer means, that is a serious term, influencer. In the ancient days, that means I would be, I would be some combination of warlord and magician. (laughs) Okay. I would. I'd be a warlord and, and magician, some seer that the people, like Moses, how Moses was a river to his people or guided his people. Jesus was a river to his people. Think about what that word means. Now, now who takes it serious? I take it serious. Not many do. Most people just use it as a method to make money. That's why, uh, you know, I, I take myself very seriously. I take myself, ext- you know me, Dana, and, and you've seen, and you know, sometimes I just got to be with my family, with you all, with the, with Sornek's family and family and strength because I can just let loose and give the respect and love and feel the respect and love come back. Because when I come back to this regular world, I'm back into battle. I'm back into battle to fight for uh, what's right and to also cut away the things that are blocking me from being my highest self. Um, Influence is very serious. Um, I take it very serious. Well, so now, Rudy, I, 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 yeah. two things there. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to ask you a quick question, but then don't let me forget because I want to bring it back to something about you that I don't think a lot of people know about you. But um, I, you said coming back to family and being around people and being able to let loose. Are you going to be at Winter Strong? Of course we're going to be at Jade and I are coming to Winter Strong and I've got a filmmaker brother of mine named Marcel Rodriguez. That's Robert's brother. And he's just uh, my artistic warrior family. Uh, we're going to have cool outfits. I mean, you know, we're going to freaking do it up. You know, we're going to come in there full force. We're very excited. We're very excited. It's the funnest part of the next month that we have. So we're in Las Vegas. We're leaving in a couple of days for SHOT Show. Then Force Blue in uh, the Pacific Ocean and in Los Angeles to prepare for the Super Bowl. Then we come to to, uh, Winter Strong. Uh, we're very excited, of course. Okay. Well, I am going to be there with you for the first oh, time. Oh, you're going to love it. It rocks. Yeah. It, oh, Dana, you're going to freaking lose your mind. It's Summer Strong mixed with the Reverend or, or like Jack London. It's outdoors. It's rad. There's freaking uh, lions, bears, and wolves. There's weights. There's food. The, Pat McNamara uh, is out there barbecuing and doing flip-flop meat. And we're all laughing and sharing knowledge and most important importantly sharing each other's uh, support dr pat uh ivy's gonna be there everything's gonna be happening oh i love pat ivy yeah everyone i love is good except for my yeah. husband brandon Lilly. oh i love oh, brandon. Oh, no, way. no donovan can't come so you guys are gonna you, you guys are gonna have to fill in and just okay. i'll be a third well, wheel so jade i've been talking about donovan forever and jade, so jade's gonna meet him one of these days maybe he can make it to summer strong yes he's planning on it and so i i hope so okay Getting back to the thing that, uh, because in that intro, I told you there were so many things when I was introducing you that I wanted to say, but I could have spent a half an hour talking about who you are. Now, this is one of the things that kind of bonded me to you. So at the age of 17, you emancipated yourself. And so I, I was emancipated at 16 too. And I just remember- the, Oh, my- you did it at 16. Yeah. You know, think about it, looking at it now, I'm in a college town. These kids are 18, 19 
19, 20, 21, 23, not a single one of them was the adult I was at 15. Not a single one of them. And so, um, so much love and respect to you for us as young teenagers to take control of our lives because we are coming some, from such hard, desperate circumstances, but we did take that control. Well, and it was not only okay. taking care of ourselves, right? And that's what, what really, really resonated with me um, about your story. Now, I was taking care of my daughter because um, then I had my daughter uh, and you had your two brothers, right? That you were raising. Yes. They were like my children, Michael and Caesar. We, uh, and, you know, because I've always had responsibility for them since, we, since I was about six or seven, uh, like serious responsibility, uh, I'd always been taught. And in Latino homes and Mexican homes, because the men are always out working and the women are normally working, taking care of the family, children learn to, um, to take on the responsibility really kind of of child rearing and making sure kids don't, you know, die or, or get hurt. So we were, I was learning and looking after my cousins and my little brothers. And then I had older cousins looking after me when I was younger. So the responsibility was instilled early, but then by six or seven years old, I was the man of the house and, and I was taking care of everything. And I always thought they were much younger than me because I was in a responsibility uh, space and and I, that's the role that I was put into. They're only a year. We're only a year and a half apart each. I thought I was like five years older than Caesar. It felt like I was ten years older than my baby brother Michael. But we're very close in age. And you know, Jade's heard me. Uh, Jade knows a lot about me and my background. And she's been in Kansas City a few times, my hometown, and she's got to know my brothers. And and you were just there for your birthday. Yes, my birthday. We had a birth. Day, 50th birthday and we had a blast we had a blast uh, just getting our people all together we had michael and caesar i had dave passanisi and mike diamond from st louis my super hardcore uh, fitness brothers uh jen wiederstrom came my my recon brothers and marine corps brothers came from new york city we had people from all over uh varun from india we had a blast and we celebrated i said it was their birthday i said it was everybody's birthday because everybody here has had a hand in getting me through some struggles and uh, giving me the love and the goodwill and the support to carry me so that I'm here. So it's their birthday as well. They should celebrate their life because their life is what got me here. So it was amazing. Magnificent. Next, what I want to get into, and, and before we do that, we do have to pause for a brief word from our sponsor again. Yeah. And, and so we'll do that. And when we come back, uh, I want to talk about your definition of strength and also, okay. you know, what led you to join the Marine Corps and that and, and having that kind of higher calling. But but um, we'll pause here uh, so that we can hear a little bit more about Thorne. You got it. Hi, this is your host, Dana Santos, the Mobility Maker. As a coach working with MLB, NHL, NBA, and NFL teams, I know how important it is for athletes to have complete confidence in the supplements they're taking. And so does Thorne. It's why Thorne has invested in an NSF certified facility and manufactures over 30 NSF certified for sport products, where their formulas are screened for more than 200 banned substances. This third-party certification gives athletes peace of mind knowing that nothing on the extensive banned substance list will show up on a drug test due to a Thorne product. It also ensures that all of Thorne's final products only contain what you need for optimal body function and performance. Visit mobilitymaker.com forward slash Thorne and use my referral link to receive a 20% discount on individual NSF certified for sport formulas. That's mobilitymaker.com forward slash Thorne. So we're back here with Rudy, and um, and he's telling me he has something that he wants to share with me. So um, let's let, let's hear it, Rudy. What have we got? All right, all right. So part of my standard for my social media, my, anything I do is my efforts 
and my skill needs to be at such a pedigree. Other people take my picture. Other people film me. I don't need to film me because if my worth and value I'm bringing to the table is at such an, uh, such a level, it will pull brands, people uh, to me to do the work, right? That's why I manufacture very little of anything I do. Jeff Gum, my seal brother from Stunga Life, calls me the master of repost because other people always taking pictures and videos of me and all I got to do is repost. I don't got to set nothing up. You get, I mean, not too many people can say that. I've got, a, I think, 117,000 followers, and I have not manicured a damn thing. I only share the work I'm doing in my life, in the big, bad world. So that, that's what keeps me grounded. It keeps me grounded. So there's a, there is a video that I set up about four or five years ago, maybe five years ago. I was doing some deep um, meditation and behavioral training for PTSD at a retreat. And I found, I was running laps and I found a tire and there was this wooden wall and I freaking twist, uh, utilizing torsional strength with this tire and then slams. You know me, I'm the king of gorilla fitness. I used my environment. You know, I am the gym and I just morph to my environment and get training value. So I'm working this freaking tire, slamming it. And I've got earphones on, right? Everyone's like, oh my God, where do I get those headphones? They didn't fly out. What, man, what's that brand? I said, well, they're just cheap, regular headphones. But I always just take my ears. <laughs> I just take my ears. Just put some freaking tape on your ears. You know? I mean, if that doesn't sum up my fitness journey and my methodology, I don't know what does. Just put some tape on your ears. They're it. not going to fly out. That's hilarious. So, yeah, yeah, that's that. But everybody wanted the headphones. It's not the headphones. Right. It's not the headphones. It's not the gym membership. It's not the, the program. It's not the diet. Sure, all those things are a part of it. It's you. It is you. Do you want to be something or not? And if you do, then you must attack. And you must go forward. And you must be brave daily to freaking keep pushing just a little bit further. Oh, that's a perfect segue, Rudy, into let's talk about your definition of what real strength is and and also how you came to that definition like the experiences in your life that led you to define strength the way that you do now because i'm sure it's been an evolution it has strength the definition it has so many layers yet and i have gone so so far in this 50 years you know um abandoned and abused horribly as a as a small child then into uh, the, and then incredibly sick. I had hepatitis and worms and, and uh, lice and uh, I lost my teeth and I had infection behind my eye. I was neglected for a long time and I almost died of hepatitis on the border of Texas and Mexico. And then I was taken into Omaha for boys. Wrestling mat, weights, having to fight the other big boys because I was still small. Then Chinese martial art, uh, Sanshao kickboxing. Chinese weapons, extreme Zen Buddhist discipline, daily discipline, Marine Corps, infantry, then recon, then war and war and war, then movies, then TV, then uh, immense struggle with depression, then drugs, then alcohol, then hospitalization for a year, and then rebirth, starting from nothing, losing my son, the ability to see my son, who's the love of my life having to work myself back, uh, creating Force Blue with Jim Ritteroff and uh, Keith Somm, bringing to life coral reefs and, and animals in the ocean and bringing myself and other brothers to life. Then a resurgence, film, television. I've been doing movies and now I've got the biggest military adventure series in the world. And I am the chief instructor of Who, Who Dares Wins, SAS who dares win? Special Air Service. This is the British commandos. They are the first and the finest in this community. And they asked this humble recon Marine to be their instructor. I just did two in uh, Jordan, and I'm going to be doing many, many more. So it's been a hell of a journey. There's been many chapters, writing, doing screenwriting, fighting, fighting on the streets, uh, being in the back of police cars. I've been through it. And now the definition of strength has gone all the way back to the very beginning. The reason why I started on my journey to become stronger 
is because I wanted to love myself because I, I, I had no, nothing else out there. And some reason, something in my core, in the very DNA knew I don't love myself and therefore have value for myself. Then I have nothing and I will perish. And the way I could have value for myself is make myself stronger. So I started training since I was five, six years old, seven, eight years old, I started getting sick. And I continued to be outdoors on the pull-up bar, on the dip bar. When I would watch movies of martial arts and boxing, I would practice and practice. And then it was in a state of, of uh, imagination with my comic books, with heroes. I was in love with manhood. I knew I needed to be something. And it started with loving and respecting myself enough to train. And then to, to train with such discipline that um, the, very, the very action and the very act of doing something so brave could easily be washed away if not consistent. But, um, but to be strong, you first must love yourself, really love yourself. That really epitomizes why I love you so much. I mean, there have oh, I love you too. There Dana. have I been love you too, times that I know we, we both cried tested. together. Yes. I know. <laughs> and it's and people, unfortunately, who haven't come to that that realization yet, would be surprised to hear someone like you, you know, that they look at that they don't know um, in this way to say that 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 is that is true strength is the ability to love yourself and, and to yes, have the is. discipline. And that's another thing that's come up repeatedly. You've mentioned discipline and it goes hand in hand because you have to have the discipline to do the things consistently that make you feel the pride in yourself and the love in yourself. Yes. That pride and self-respect, the dignity. And you know, Dana, as well as I do, look at us. I, I guess what we're like 50 now. Almost me. Not there yet. Oh, you're, oh, well, yeah, you look great. <laughs> uh, I'm 50. Uh, I'm 50 and it has kept me eternally young. Now I'm still training. You, I don't know if you can see up here. I've got my rings back here. We've got a gymnasium here in the house, just basic parallel bars, uh, rings, tubes and bands and some, um, some kettlebells and a mace. I push myself sometimes so hard because I'm so in love with it. I get hurt uh, being hurt and being injured that's part of being an athlete and that's part of being a warrior. Well, I heard um, the serratus a little bit from going crazy with that mace. I just got it for the greatest birthday present from, from Bert Soren and Jade and all the people that love, love me know that I love to be strong and, and learn new skills. So I, it, it's affected my pull-ups, uh, everything. Now the pain was there, but instead of focusing on what I cannot do or what is hurting because I was not using the most precise attention. I have been creative to do other things. I've still trained and I actually trained really hard. Right now, my condition looks great because I've continued to train, but be more creative. Now, two weeks later, it's starting to heal. These are lessons also that athletes and even the everyday, the everyday mom and dad that's uh, juggling family and work those everyday warriors, they have my immense respect, but they're going to have these uh, injuries. They're going to have aches and pains. They're going to also sometimes be, they don't even know what this is, but their nervous system's burned out. So they don't know why they're sluggish. Staying creative and staying disciplined that no matter what there is a way, it is paramount. It's paramount. Absolutely. Oh, that's, you know, that's such a good message. And I'm, I'm so glad you brought it back to everyday people as well. Everyday people, that's who you and I were. We were everyday people and we didn't, interesting Dana, I don't believe you and I ever had a, a conscious uh, or even a verbal discussion with ourselves about, hey, we're gonna be superstars and famous. I, I never can, that, that, that um, was not in the equation of being present and respectful to myself and my life and my, my physical fitness and aptitude and abilities. And then one day we turn the corner and we're leaders, you know, beyond influencers, we're truly leaders. And it's amazing. I take it serious. I take it personal. Well, I'm really humbled for you to even include me in that. To, yeah. 
I don't even know what to say to that, Rudy, but... Well, Dana, think about who got us together, Bert Soren, and the likes and, and the, the superhero team. We have a super... Like, we're the new X-Men. It feels when like... When we go to Summer Strong, we're the new X-Men. We got the Brandon Lillies and the Derek Woodskies. You got the Rudy Reyes. You got the Dana Santos. You got you got Bert Soren. You have all of the, the pro athletes that are there that come there almost like children and immerse themselves in this superhero team because... You look at us all, not only do we look like superheroes, we can do things that, that mortals can't do. It's a model and an example with everyday people, because we have started as every, especially you and I, we're small sized. I'm middle sized. And Jade makes fun of me all the time. Baby, I thought you'd be taller. When I met you, I thought you'd be taller. And I said, I'm the tallest Mexican I know. <laughs> I'm the tallest in my family, you know? But we, we, we are the, we're middle sized and small sized people. It, uh, we were everyday people and we came from a tough background in our childhood and now we are heroes and leaders and it's awesome and I'll never let it go. There are so many lessons uh, from your life that obviously have helped you evolve. Uh, what I'd like to do is try to pull some of those lessons out for the people who are listening. Um, and you've been so great about that. Like I mentioned before, when you you brought it back to everyday people, let's unpack this concept of discipline a little bit for people, because I, I think that's one of the hardest things. I mean, it's something that I still struggle with on a regular basis. And if you lose discipline, it, I mean, it's chaos. It's, it's really hard. It is. It's a downward spiral. You know, what's interesting is I believe the loss of discipline is attached to two things, loss of value for oneself, also comfort, which can also mean success. Success can take away discipline too, and I've seen it. You know, when I see some other, some of my recon brothers and other special operations guys, and they're my age, and I know we all have our PTSD. We do. It's just natural after you do such extremity for so long. Our nervous systems are different. Our psychology is different. And our worldview is different. There's always depression. There really is. The nervous system's blown out. It takes a lot of creativity to bring it back online. And the frontal lobe uh, used for decision-making and for calm thinking, rational thinking, the frontal lobe is oftentimes taken out of the equation. We see this in all kinds of athletes too, especially combat athletes. Even, I imagine, tennis players as well. Uh, uh, not necessarily combat, but tip of the spear, super difficult, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. They're used to vibrating at such a high level. One day when they retire, that stimulus is not there. I, I would advise everyone to remember this beautiful, beautiful saying from Zen Buddhism, which by the way, I saw in Chinese calligraphy in my first church service in boot camp. And a Marine Corps boot camp is incredibly difficult. And it is all mental, psychological, and emotional. Because really, you become nothing. You have no privileges, no rights, no nothing. It's not the physical. It is the, the sense of self is stripped away. And the machine is way too big and strong and perfect for anyone to stand against it. I tried to be myself for a little while. I could not. The machine is too strong. So after three or four weeks, and I had really bad teeth. So they took out all four wisdom teeth at the same time, no anesthesia, smashing with, with dental students, smashing them with freaking crowbars and pliers and hammers, crash, crash. And then right back into training, blood all over my pillow, gums were getting infected and I had to keep training, running, fighting, pugil sticks, keep going, keep going in pain, my face swollen up. And I, uh, I got to go to church every two weeks. They had a a Zen Buddhist service, and it was run by a kind of a leader, a, a reader that was from the Navy. And I think he was an E5. There's a few of us Marines in there. And on the wall in Chinese, it said, remember your original determination. I wanted to be a, yeah, I wanted to be a Marine. I wanted to fight for my country. I wanted to be brave because we were in a war in Kosovo. And at the time, I was feeling very low. I said, what did I do? I'm so scared and confused and exhausted. I have no idea what every hour is going to bring or every day. And I, was, and I was in charge. I was the guide. And I was under immense pressure. And I was very low. And when I went in there and I got to drink one cup of hot tea, it was the greatest 
uh, comfort I had for that three months is one cup of hot tea. And uh, because it helped my gums, um, it made, made it feel better. And then I saw that remember your original determination. I would recommend everybody immerse themselves with that thought. Anytime they're feeling a lull and also anytime they're riding the waves of success, remember your original determination. Where did you start and why? That is such excellent advice that, yeah. And to, to remember it during both highs and lows, because as you pointed yes. out, that, that comfort and, and success can, can kill our discipline sometimes. It we're, oh, we've it made can. it. We've made it. We don't have to do all yes. of those things that got us here. That's, that's fantastic. I, I feel like that, well, obviously you felt like that message was there for you in that moment. It still resonates now. Of course it does. It still resonates now. Usually I want, <laughs> usually Rudy, I want to pick out, you know, more life lessons, but honestly, um, at least as far as, you know, when we talk about the resonance of the things that you've, you've said, uh, for me, you know, talking about self-love, discipline, and remembering your own, your original determination, I don't think we need to add more yeah. to that. I really don't. I think that I want to leave people with that. Sure. Um, you know how when you get you get overwhelmed with yeah. so much information and then Yes, I agree. And then you 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 lose, you know, those nuggets that that you wish that you could have held on to. I want people to hold on to those. So, in terms of the life lessons, let's leave that there and then let's I think that's right on. It's timely and it's more important now than ever for everyone everyone involved in human performance, everyone involved in making a better life for themselves. That's it right there. Remember your original determination. Where were you and why did you start? And that will give you perspective. All right. Well, then with that, what I want to do is talk a little bit more about the things that you have going on. Um, you know, what you what you want people to know about what you're doing. Um, we you had mentioned, and, and I want to I, I, I want to discuss this some more about um, your your latest um, military project. So yes. let's talk wow. about that. Holy smokes! It's called SAS Who Dares Wins. It's on Amazon right now. Wait till you see my teammates. They are like like okay. I've always been Wolverine, but my buddy Jason Fox, known as Foxy, SBS Commando. He's damn near, he's like damn near Bert Soren's size but, and just freaking muscular and soft-spoken and so hard, hard as a freaking diamond and can still run fast and swim fast at 220 or 230 pounds. He is amazing. And to have that brother by my side and to have the love and respect incredible and then there's billy billingham my, my two brits over there absolutely magnificent billy billingham british army 33 years sas 22 years command sergeant major sas fought in every conflict since 1983 has been a pow twice and made his way out of that to still keep the warrior mindset. I think he took his last pro boxing match at 53. This dude, and he's the he's a father I've never had. This program has been extremely successful on Channel 4 and through other um, uh, distribution platforms for seven or eight years. And they have asked me a year ago to come on. And I did not know that they wanted me to be the chief instructor. Needless to say, I've been going back and forth to Jordan, doing reccees and doing stunts to prepare myself. And then we shot two seasons in Jordan. Just I just re returned back maybe six weeks ago, eight weeks ago. It will be premiering, I think, in another month. And this is so fantastic because now Fox is picking it up as well for international distribution. And this is going to change my life professionally and therefore change Jade's life professionally. Uh, we've always dreamed of having some land. Jade loves horses and she knows horses like, like no one I've ever seen. And we'd love to have some horses, some more dogs and some more cats, you know, as a man, as a man and a leader and a head of household, nothing makes me feel better than providing that love and structure and stability for Jade. Nothing in the world makes me feel better. Not because it was a strategy, 
but because it had to happen. It had to happen with all of the sacrifices, the, the hard work and the discipline that I've displayed my entire life, it had to happen. And when it happened, it, it shocked me. And uh, it was a beautiful, beautiful surprise. And here we go. That's really wonderful. That, and I think you made the point of, and you've said this throughout our talk now, that it's not like you're going out there to do these things because you're on a mission to create this certain kind of lifestyle for yourself. You're just doing what you were designed to do because you remember your original determination. And then if you just go with that and you have the discipline to live a life that's based on that, then these things come to you. And now here this is. Absolutely. A manifest. That's, and you know, um, in, the, in the new age world, they throw around that word loosely the energy and the universe and manifest they throw it around loosely i come from a very down in the dirt in the mud in the desert in the cold oceans visceral experience of manifest i had to first manifest putting one foot in front of the other up this mountain i had to manifest putting on that 250 pound rock full of hide kit water batteries explosives and ammunition I had to manifest pushing that 150 pound ruck underneath the water on a combat dive mission, training to get to the, to the uh, high water mark and then getting our gear on and uh, assaulting through the beach and then climbing the mountains. I had to manifest it in those very visceral, very personal ways in which I'm absolutely um, buffeted by environment, by heat, by cold, uh, by, by fatigue. Um, those things gave me a, an insight to inner strength and uh, commitment that many don't have. And I stayed in there. And I noticed the parts of my life when I fell apart. And it was only after immense, immense combat. And I was successful for some time. But eventually, I, I fell apart. When I fell apart is when I had lost my purpose. Never making, never being famous or making movies or doing television shows or modeling. It wasn't enough. That's not a, my purpose. That's just an after effect of me living in my purpose and that original determination. That's it. That is really it. That's an after effect of you living in your original determination. I love it, Rudy. I really love it. Well, that's, that's amazing. So now you said that this is going to be premiering, um, but it'll be available. It's been picked up on Fox, but it'll be available on Amazon. You can watch all the seasons before and they're so righteous. Now, what I understand this, these new seasons that I've done, they're even more death defying and more in a soulful, in a gritty and in a uh, absolute visceral way, they connect with the audience even more. But when you watch these programs, you're going to be blown away. Uh, Billy Billingham and Foxy, they will not compromise. Men and women compete together and against one another. The missions are the same. The weight's the same. They have to box and fight each other. There is nothing curtailed or anyone's special disadvantage it is truth and that's why it's been so successful for so many years and will be so successful for many years to come please check it out sas who dares wins that's wonderful well we'll definitely put um a link to more information in the show notes sure, sure. yeah for sure and um and then and then Force Blue. And then we got Force yes. Blue. So Force Blue. So talk a little bit about that. We're going to put information about sure. that in the show notes too. Awesome. But I love, I just love this convergence of, um, of helping veterans transition because that's something that yes. I've been involved in before. And I love, I love that Force Blue is doing that as well as, I mean, you're saving the oceans. You're, you're. Yes. You know, all of us warriors, we were putting our lives and limbs on the line and we were fighting for our country and we were fighting for people in, in these communities to have even a tenth of the security and the stability that we have here in America. I worked with these people that believed 
in having a shot of education, of women having rights, of children having rights. And they sacrificed their lives for it. We sacrificed our lives for it. This goes way beyond politic, goes way beyond military industrial complex. After living and dying for something so vastly important, uh, coming back to just the civilian world, no matter what the glory or the stimulus, uh, no matter what the pain or the pleasure, it's just not enough. And then we end up taking our lives. I thought that it would, I, I never realized that my special operations men from our Green Berets and Navy SEALs and pararescue men and recon men and MARSOC uh, and Rangers, I thought we were above the fray because we are smart weapons. We're million dollar, $10 million weapons. We survived combat. We thrived in chaos. We killed the enemy. But then we started killing ourselves out here too. And I was very close to doing the same when I lost my son. Uh, when my son was taken from me, I had to fight in court for a long time and it seemed I was going nowhere. That was the impetus for Force Blue. I noticed the moment I saw the beauty of this ocean subsurface and I could, I could move through the water from my incredible military training experience and that I could protect these beings and I could protect this, these life forms. I could pr protect this community because it's a community. These uh, coral reefs are communities. It switched everything back on. My depression was gone and it was, it was a eureka moment. It was a lightning bolt hitting me. I said, this is it. And on a handshake and a, and a word to my best friends in the, in the communities, in the special operations world to include British Royal Marine Commandos and SBS men, uh, warriors, we put a team together. We got the scientists together and we had no money. We had no, we had no idea what we were doing except we were doing something good over time. Uh, now we're sponsored by the NFL. We are the NFL's veteran nonprofit. Geico does commercials for us. Pepsi is our sponsor as well. Uh, now we're big time. Yeah, now we're big time. We are operating continuously in Florida, in the Florida Reef Track. Uh, we've saved countless lives, both subsurface and on the surface. You know, uh, it's nothing short of a miracle. And that's what led me to Jade two years after getting my life together with Force Blue is when I met Jade. Three years later with Jade, we are manifesting all this other good works. And, and it's just, um, it, it all started with that original determination. When I was at my lowest, I remembered where I came from and why I wanted to go forward. I told you, uh, Force Blue to me is such a perfect combination. And, and I've done a little bit of research into what they call the blue mind, which is the, yes, it, yes. Yeah, the impact that the ocean has on us and has on our psyches and, and, and has on our minds. But it's not just what we feel. I mean, they, it's measurable in our brains what happens to us when we're around the ocean. So um, it's so healing. Uh, and I just, I think it's incredible what you're doing. And it's, it's no wonder that that was such a pivotal point for you. So yes, I'm so proud yes. of and, you. And it's, and like the waves of the ocean, um, they just keep coming and the, those sets uh, and the waves and, and how the ocean and the people have healed me and, and working with this, these amazing scientists that have put everything in their lives into what they're doing. At first, they thought, what are these gunfighters? What do they have anything to do with us protecting and, and the passion we have for life? I, I recognize that these scientists um, and, you know, some of my warriors were like, what are these tree huggers doing here? We have bonds of brotherhood and warriorness together because we fight for the good and we sacrifice for the good. And now the ultimate is private business. You need money and you need the private business and we need money as an energy to continue to facilitate this good work. And um, it's, uh, it's my thing. It's our thing. Well, it's really great and, uh, that the NFL has gotten behind you like that. Um, gosh, it's, it's just terrific. It's, it's, a, it's fantastic. And you mentioned Blue Mind. Well, this is going to blow your mind, no pun intended. So Blue Mind, book that's based loosely on the proximity to waterways, rivers, oceans, the key developmental element in human uh, culture and society, human culture and society, water. J. Wallace Nichols, the author, yes, doctor. I've talked with him. Nichols. Do you know him? 
He is on our board. Yes. He helped us start Force Blue. He was at our very first mission and he spoke at our graduation. I didn't realize it's that. It's magnificent, <gasps> of course. And of course it had to be that way. Oh my gosh. I have his book yes. on my shelf over there. Isn't that amazing? I, yeah, I, you, you get I quoted him and well I so the reason I met him was because I wrote an article, I wanna say like seven years of when did his book come out? It was around the time his book came out, I wrote a piece for CNN and I interviewed him and I just found it all so fascinating. Isn't that incredible? Isn't it incredible? I mean, he's he's a dear brother of uh, of ours and and you know, he had been pursuing his passion and he sacrificed everything to pursue what he believes in in a world consciousness and a world action consciousness that's connected to our oceans and to our our very planet and he was struggling for for money and and, and he had sacrificed everything even though we had no money to pay him he flew to the Cayman Islands to be at our graduation. Then he is on our board. Now we've been able to raise money, awareness, and missions. And we're and he is absolutely uh, part and parcel of our missions. And now he's doing better. His work's doing better. His finance is doing better. It's awesome. That is so true. I'm going to reach out to him again. I mean, it's been years and Please years. Do. But I, Please do. Please oh, do. I will. Oh, that's so that's so great. Well, Rudy, this is this has been amazing. As I said, I'm gonna uh, I'll put the link um, for put people to up. learn sure. more about Force Blue as well, and then um, also tell people um, what your Instagram is. We'll include that link too. So I, I forget your handle. It's is it just Rudy Reyes? Real, real, right? The real, yes. <laughs> real Rudy Reyes. The real Rudy Reyes on um, Instagram. Right. Yes, so awesome. people should definitely follow you. This was super fun. I can't wait to see you guys at Winter Strong and just come You're going to Yes, it's going to be so awesome. We're going to be right there and we're going to be having a great time. We're going to be eating good and training hard. It'll be great. All right. Well, oh, do you know that Jade, Jade is going to be the firearms instructor there. So she's going to be teaching and running and gunning out there. Well, she's, she's promised me up. that she's going to be my oh, teacher. Okay. You'll learn from the best. You'll learn from the best. Oh, that's so fantastic. All right. Well, I can't wait. Thank you again so much for this, You're Rudy. You're so welcome. You know Dana. I love you. You're so welcome. I love you. I love you too. It's the best, and I'll see you so soon. Yes. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks, Rudy. Once again, we'd like to thank our primary sponsor, Thorne. If you like what you heard today and want to support the show, visit the link found in this episode's show notes or simply go to mobilitymaker.com forward slash thorn and sign up for a free thorn account using my referral link to receive 20% off all future individual thorn supplement purchases. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. The Real Strong People podcast is available for streaming on your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in and don't forget to join us next time.